Steve and Justin use YCharts for their winning investment research. So start your free trial now. And if you purchase, mention InvestTalk and get a generous discount at YCharts.com. This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. 888-99 chart. Our main talking point today is gene therapy stocks surge on speculation of renewed merger and acquisition potential. And why do they think that's potential out there? It's because uh, Roche Holdings AG acquired Spark Therapeutics. 120% of their 120% of their uh, public price. So 20, they paid 20% more than the stock was trading at. And the question is, is that never, the reason why they're all surging is because people think that if, well, if one was purchased, maybe others will be bought. Well, that's a possibility, but I don't think you should bet on it. I don't think that's how you should invest. You should invest because the biotechnology stock has good, good fundamentals. Therefore, and if it gets bought, it gets bought. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You buy stocks because they have good fundamentals. They have earnings. They have growth of earnings. They have, you know, don't, don't buy story stocks. Many people go out and buy, oh, this stock. I mean, the, in, in 20, 30 years ago, everybody bought these biotech stocks because they would have the next cure for cancer. That was the big thing. Cure for cancer, the cure for cancer. Biotech is going to come out with a cure for cancer because they're looking at gene therapy and it's going to change everything. Well, there are so many hoaxes out there. No, you know, no one ever came out with a cure for cancer. So just be aware, you can buy biotech stocks. I have no problem with that, but as long as they make money. They have earnings, they have sales, they have profits. I'm okay with it. And now it's just a matter of what do you pay for that. So just because one company, Roche, bought Spark and it paid a premium for it, doesn't mean that you're, all the biotechs are going to get bought. No doesn't mean that at all so don't get too excited about it don't okay 888-99 chart 888-992-4278 i had a question an email question uh they gave me three stocks uh, at&t is one of them mo is another one and and you know mo is the philip morris um and the only one that i thought was interesting of the three was or which is oseca Gold royalties, OR. Because I've talked about ATD and I've talked about Philip Morris many times on the air, but I've never talked about this one. Osaka Gold Royalties. It's a $1.7 billion company. It's a Canadian based company engaged in the business of acquiring, managing royal assets, royalty assets in gold sector. So they man- acquire and manage royalty assets in the gold sector. So, is it a good stock? No. I wouldn't buy it. Do they make money? Well, they're going to make money this year, 16 cents a share. They're going to make money next year, 20 cents a share. Last year, they made 11 cents a share. The year before, they lost 33 cents a share. And they have a history. Excuse me. They have a history of, a history of uh, erratic earnings. So I, you know, and the sales are also very erratic. I, you know, I don't like buying these companies that have no consistency. It's eleven dollar and forty six cent stock, gonna make twenty cents next year. 
So what's that worth? I mean, what is what is 20 cents worth? You're going to give it a 15 PE, a 20 PE? Well, at 20 PE, it's worth four bucks a share. No, you don't buy this kind of stock. It's not nearly good enough to earn your dollars. Your dollars are too hard to come by to invest in something this erratic and weak. The only reason I think you're paying attention to it is because they invest in gold sector, assets in the gold sector. So, don't fall in love with that. So, they still got to make money no matter what. They still got to grow their earnings no matter what. There is no reason to allow any of your financial investment questions to go unanswered. After today's program ends, the anytime night or day number you can call is always, we call it the Invest Talk Listener Line number. It's always, always open. And it's the same number as live right now, 888-99-CHART. Yes, this message is for Steve or Justin. This is Matt from Orlando. I just wanted to see if you guys could check out a stock for me. P is in Papa, X is in X-ray, D is in Delta. I was founded in a screener, and I was looking to get a small position in some oil. Thank you guys for all that you do. Have a good day. Bye. Okay, PXD, and it's Pioneer Natural Resources is the name of the company. It's a $24 billion company, a big company, big cap company, and probably not too many people have ever heard of it. They're engaged in exploration and production of oil and gas in the United States. That's all I got as far as an explanation. Um, they're going to make $6.96 a share this year, and then $9.71 a share next year. It's a $142 stock. So is that expensive? Not really. No, it's not. Um, oh, where's my calculator? It's got to be around here somewhere. There you go. People move my stuff around on my desk when they come in and clean it, and they move my my things around. Okay, so let's figure out what kind of PE that would be next year, just to give us a rough idea. And it's around a 15 PE, which is the average stock market PE. Well, are they growing their sales? Well, last quarter they grew sales 75%. Quarter before that was over 100%. Quarter before that was 40%. No quarter before that was 65%. Pretty consistent. Earnings are growing 10% this year and another 40% next year. So it looks not much debt. Looks pretty solid. Mutual funds have been kind of steady owners of it, not buying or selling of it. And you can see this stock has fallen from over $200 a share back in May of last year, all the way down to $120 a share in uh, the bottom in December. And today it's 142 And it's been going sideways for a month or in a month and a half. So I, I, it doesn't pay much a dividend. So you're buying it for the growth. Return on equity is a little low at 9%. So I think it's a I think it's a value play. I think it's a good value stock, um, and I'd have to do a lot more research before I decide to buy it. But from what I can see here, it looks like a pretty good value play at one hundred forty two dollars because it's worth way more than that, in my opinion, based on next year's earnings. I'm thinking it's worth in, worth about one hundred seventy dollars a share, but uh, it's got to keep up that sales and earnings growth. We'll see. Let's go to Joseph in Santa Margarita. How you doing, Joseph? Good. How you doing, Steve? Good. Santa Margarita is just up the street from where I live, and that's where I'm doing this show, San Juan Capistrano. Not too far away. Right. Exactly. I know you guys, uh, San Clemente and uh, Dana Point. And yep. 
Yeah, um, yeah. I had a but question. I know you guys had a position. I don't know um, if you let go of that position as the stock started, as has fallen. Um, but it's BGS, PNG Foods. Um, today they announced earnings. Um, the stock dipped pretty hard, and then it's uh, only sitting down 6% now, but we'll see how tomorrow goes. Um, I listened to some of the earnings calls today, this late afternoon, and I mean, it, it seemed like a lot of the the other earning calls that I listened to, I, I wanted to get your your take on, you know, they keep saying like, oh yeah, we're going to get a better feel of this, and you know, um, you know, they had some write-offs because of, you know, some of the uh, things that happened back yeah. where, where they lost some of their canned foods and their shipments. Um, I, I just don't know what to do with this thing. It's been, you know, going down and down. I, I don't know how if I should keep holding it and hope to get some of my money back now or what. I mean, the dividends tonight, if they're going to be able to continue to pay that. Um, I wanted to get your opinion. Well, what do you think on this, dude? We still own the stock, by the way, BGS, uh, BGS Foods. Um, but we've cut back our position in many of our the, the many of the accounts, you know, because it just hasn't been able to go anywhere. Manufacturers shelf stable food products such as jellies and hot sauces, so their numbers are pretty solid. Um, they're going to make two dollars and three cents this year. That's eleven percent increase, and then two dollars and ten cents next year. It's a twenty-four dollar stock, so that tells you that the PE is around what twelve, maybe thirteen, um, and that's the lo- at the low range end of its range. Pays a 7.7% dividend, has a positive cash flow of $2.94. They can easily cover the dividends about 50% or so. So I, I think that the dividend is pretty solid. Um, it's a good company, good, well-run company, uh, and it does its growth rate are slowing. I mean, it's going. It's only going to grow in the single digits, low single digits now. When it was, you know, in the high double digits, you know, I mean, not, not high, but thirteen to twenty-eight percent a year ago. You know, now it's not. So it doesn't look as good as it was looking. You know, with six months a year ago. So, uh, but it's a good value stock, and I think if you want to live on the dividend, that's fine. But I think, you know, there are better opportunities now. So that's why we've cut down our position in it because we think there's better opportunities, but it's still a good value. I'm hoping probably if it gets back up to 30 bucks a share, I can see us uh, exiting the stock and reposition that money somewhere else so it has better potential. But I, I you know, I don't know. What, what price did you get in, Joseph? What sorry. price of the stock? Okay. I know Justin doesn't think that. I mean, the rally that we've seen in the market, you know, he's more bearish, it sounds like, overall with the market and, and seeing a recession at the end of this year. Um, I mean, if yeah, we were to hit a recession, we're probably gonna... do you think the value stock with, you know, the, the service that they provide, you know, frozen food, I mean, obviously they'd get hit, but would, would value be, I mean, better than technology, obviously, right? And I'd be able to, do right. you think people would seek out this dividend? 
Security. Yeah, they will seek when they, people get scared. They seek dividends. They seek comp, They seek uh, protection. But BNG Foods is not a huge company. It's only one point six billion in size. I mean, it's decent size, but it's a mid cap, small to mid cap kind of stock. So I don't know how well it would hold up. And yeah, there's probably a recession on the horizon. Probably next year. Maybe not this year, but probably next year. Um, and that, of course, means all stocks will go down, but you want to be in value stocks and defensive stocks when that happens. Um, and I'm not sure, so sure BG Foods would be as defensive as you would think. Food companies usually are defensive, Joseph, in general. But BG Foods just has not got off the dime, so I'm not so convinced about them at this point. Appreciate the call. Thank you, Joseph. BGS is the symbol, everybody. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And I hope you're making the right choices with the money you have in your 401k. It's kind of difficult. Candidly speaking, unless you have a lot of time to study fundamentals and trends, it is pretty difficult to know the ins and outs of what you should be in and what is the best funds for you in your in your in your 401k. Many times it's a limited choice. So we try to help with this. We call at KPP Financial. We have a model-based formula. It's just based on models, how aggressive you want to be, how conservative you want to be. And we call it the Active 401k Program. And it helps you pick your, you know, your funds based on how much risk you want to take and how to move in and out of them or readjust them and rebalance them at different times of the economic cycle. So, if you want to know about it, go to investtalk.com. That's Active 401k program, investtalk.com. And now I'm taking your questions live, calls at 888-99-CHART. This is InvestTalk, made possible by KPP Financial, where they describe their services as independent thinking, shared success. And InvestTalk listeners and KPP clients alike are invited to take advantage of the many products and services of KPP Financial. For example, the InvestTalk radio program and its podcast replays, the new online training experience, InvestTalk Academy, the KPP premium newsletter distributed each Friday, and the next no-cost portfolio review opportunity with Steve Peasley. Yes, Steve will be returning to San Jose, California on Wednesday, March 13th to meet with InvestTalk listeners who understand the value of having a focused portfolio strategy. If you register and then make time to sit down with Steve, he can very likely show you how to maximize your investment performance. These are free consultations, but space is limited. So get started now at InvestTalk.com. Okay, 888-99-CHART. Have you seen the new <clears throat> new Social Security tax proposal to save Social Security? It runs out of money in 2034. And the deal is, is Congress says that this they will raise taxes, raise the tax from 6.2% to 7.4% over 24 years, so over a long period, slowly, and begin taxing people making $400,000 or more. Right now, Social Security, you stop paying Social Security taxes at 132900 payroll. Once you pay that much money, once you earn that much money and pay Social Security tax on that, it stops. So when this concept, it would stop from 132900 to 400000 then start up again at 400000 And they think that 
that's going to work. Well, I can tell you right now, it won't work. Because people will not make 400000 anymore. They'll make 399000 in salary. And they'll do something else about the other benefits, maybe stock options or something else. So, you know, the, the, I love the way the government thinks. They, 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 they stagnate. They think stagnantly that things will not change. Well, of course, people change their habits based on what the government does. Well, they'll change. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. The year seems to be moving pretty fast, as we've mentioned many times so far on this show, and the hour moves pretty fast as well. we got 10 minutes left. 10 minutes. So if you want to get your questions in now, it's time to do it. 888-99-CHART. You know what my husband and I really want? I mean, after years of working and saving and investing, we want financial freedom. Financial freedom to do and live as we want, without worry. But our old 401k plan? It's out of date. It can't truly be working for us. You're listening to someone who would benefit from a personalized portfolio review. The kind of unbiased advice and sensible investment strategies offered in a no-cost preliminary consultation by KPP Financial. Sure, we feel confident about some of our investment decisions over the years, but retirement will get here someday, and we should cover our bases now. Get a valuable second opinion on your current financial picture. And KPP Financial doesn't impose unnecessary products or services, so you can make informed decisions with your money. At KPP Financial, we offer independent thinking and shared success. Take the next step toward your financial freedom. Contact KPP Financial. KPP Financial. Okay. Learn more anytime at kppfinancial.com. On the next Invest Talk, after the worst December since the Great Depression, the S&P 500 enjoyed its best January in more than 30 years. That story tomorrow. But now Steve is here, ready with answers, and he's waiting for your questions. 888-99-CHART. Hey Steve, how's it going? Um, what are your thoughts on Aries Capital? That's A as an Apple, R as in Robert, C as in Pat. Arius Capital Corporation. That's it. ARCC, everybody. ARCC. I'm typing into all this. It's investing in the first, second lien senior loans and mezzanine debt of U.S. middle market firms. Okay. So invest in first and second lien senior loans and debt. Okay. So it you know, it uses money, borrows money usually to buy other people's debt or invest its own money to buy other people's debt. They have made money consistently for years. Um, and they're, but I'll tell you, I'll say this. Their earnings growth is not very strong. It's three to one to three percent. Okay. But it's very, very steady. So when we talk about companies, and you're talking about earnings growth or sales growth, and they're very fast. But if they're erratic, it makes investors nervous. But if they're steady, it makes investors very comfortable. So this is an earnings growth where it's not very high, but it's consistent. And the sales growth is about 12, 16% per quarter, very consistent also. Okay, so there's that consistency 
means that it looks attractive to a lot of people. And they pay a 9% yield. They're going to make $1.75 and it's a $17.35 stock. Meaning that uh, they're paying most of its earnings out in a dividend. Okay, that's what that's telling you. Uh, most of its earnings is going out in the form of a dividend. And they're not, return to equity is only 10%. Cash flow is about the same as earnings. So there's, it's a really tight ship that they're running here. Um, the stock has moved from $15, uh, let's see, pull that back up, to $14.60 and the low in December to now $17.35. So that's had a pretty good run percentage-wise. I think it's fully valued at this area. I don't think it's going to go much up much higher. You have to buy this for the dividend. If you want that dividend, and it, they're going to try to maintain it, but it's a pretty difficult job at this high level to maintain that because it's taken almost all of its earnings to maintain the dividend. But it's doing a good job, and they've been very consistent. You can't, you know, you got to appreciate that. You buy these kind of stocks when they have that big downturn, which they did from 17 back down to 14, now back up to 17. You know, but it's at a very close to the new 52-week high. I mean, they two, three days ago, it was at a 52-week high. And the last couple of days, it sold off a little bit. Good, solid company, ARCC. ARCC. Okay, home prices. There have been home price growth has been slumping for a year. The growth of home prices, and this is based on Case uh, Case Shiller reports. And Case Shiller reports home prices every month, and it's a quarter over quarter uh, uh, estimates that they give that they figure. And it's up, this most recent one was up two tenths of percent for December. And these are old numbers too. Now, that up to 10%, well, in November, it was up 4.2%. So you can see that the, the growth is slowing down, and it probably is going to turn negative. So that means that the, the, the price appreciation has stopped. It hasn't fallen. It's just stopped. Now, in December, we had some housing stats that were late out for December. Um, 1.078 million houses starts, housing starts. Uh, I expected a 1.2, and it's only 1.078. So that was a pretty disappointing. Permits was interesting. They're still very healthy at 1.326 million. So 1.3 million, that's what they expected, 1.3 million, or that's what it was. Uh, they didn't have expectations. But again, these numbers are going back pretty old, back in December. Okay, and now new home sales, that report's delayed. So we don't have... Yeah, you know, as much information, latest information that we can get. They're already already late information when we ask to get them when they're on time. That these are even later than that, going all the way back to December. Here we are into February. I mean, that's really old stuff. But it gives you an idea of what's been going on. Okay, I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investop program. And I thank you for your patience. Because I know we had technical difficulties at the beginning of the show, and I apologize for that. Sometimes it's out of our control. Well, tomorrow's a new day. We'll try it over again tomorrow. We'll see you here, and thank you for listening and all your questions. Have a great evening, and we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made 
will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listening line at 888-99-CHART.